0: Hey, this is Kutsia and welcome to the third episode of this podcast. I just want to say thank you to everyone who listened to both episodes prior and also for your feedback, um, some from as far as New Zealand and it's really appreciated. So in today's episode, we are covering something that a lot of people have not been having a lot of and it's a good night's sleep. We all need good quality sleep, right? I mean, it's not just for the body to rest and recuperate, but also for us to be able to function at our level best. I've been reading, as I'm sure you have too, countless articles and thought pieces on how COVID-19 and situations of lockdowns, quarantine, and restricted movement are causing major sleep disruptions the world over. So some people I know have been reporting or telling me that they've got either very vivid dreams several times a week or when they try to sleep, it's interrupted several times a night. So going back to the vivid dreams part, mine for example from a few days ago and believe me, I have vivid dreams about three, four times a week now. There I was on Lazada and I was shopping online, found something I liked and put it in my cart. You will not believe it but Within seconds of paying for this item in my cart, the item actually appeared in my hand like BOOM! And I remember having this thought, uh oh, Amazon is screwed now. Anyway, vivid dreams that make you wonder if it really happened as soon as you wake up, apparently something that's quite common around the world at the moment because we're all going through the same thing. So the thing is, a lot of us can get by with sometimes lacking sleep, What's the most that could happen? Us getting a bit grumpy, irritable. For me, I know, personally, that when I don't get good sleep, when I have bad sleep, I become a monster driver on KL roads. And my friends can tell you this. On normal days, the most I would do is, Ha, nak cepat eh? nak cepat? Tak, sini. Okay, apalah jalan-jalan. tak This is my good deed for the day, right? But on bad days, when I have terrible sleep, it's like, Ha, apa halu? Mana? L- A lot of us can get by with sometimes lacking sleep, but then the next opportunity to sleep well, you know, it fixes all of that. But this unprecedented global event though, it's causing prolonged disruptions to sleep the world over. What does this mean for our body and state of mind in the long run, or even in the next few months? So, Ariana Huffington is a person that I've long admired and she's the author of several great books. One of them is The Sleep Revolution. Now, according to that book, good sleep can help us process emotional stress. And whether we want to admit it or not, this new normal that we're going through is very stressful. I don't know about you but for me just going to buy groceries sometimes can be quite stressful. I have to wear clothes that I can spray antiseptic sprays on, have a clean mask and a pair of clean gloves in my handbag at all times. I have to of course take out my card from my wallet first so that I don't contaminate other cards in it, probably go through one sometimes two roadblocks, find parking, queue up at the supermarket, Make sure there's social distancing within the supermarket. Spray bags of groceries with an antiseptic spray before I place them in the car and then I drive home, perhaps go through another one or two roadblocks. Take in the groceries into the house while making sure my mother is at least two meters away from me and the bags of groceries. And then take out each item, wipe them down with antiseptic and wash every individual tomato or apple, any fresh produce really. Grocery shopping used to take me about 30 to 40 minutes, but now it's closer to a two-hour process. Some people on Twitter got upset why some people needed to go and buy groceries like twice a week. But you need to remember, if you have a very small child or someone in the household who has an illness that makes them vulnerable to viruses, you can't just feed them things out of packets or tins. And you gotta remember, a lot of us are not blessed with so much space that we can have industrial-sized refrigerators or freezers. I remember initially some Malaysians who were in full kiasu mode, wiping shelves clean of items that they thought would be enough for a zombie apocalypse. I have no doubt that in a few months, we are going to find canned goods and noodles by the dozen being sold on Carousel Mudah. Now that people have realised that we don't have to behave like doomsday preppers, you can actually find food in most supermarkets. Although, I must say, bread seems to be the constant out-of-stock item unless you're lucky enough to be at the supermarket when the stock arrives. Okay, let's get on with some good news. The unexpected effects of COVID-19. So the average API or air pollution index in Malaysia looks fantastic with several cities recording readings of below 50. I'm looking at the Shalam API right now and the website says it's 27 Now just to give you some context, when we had that horrible haze, in September 2019, some of the same cities registered API readings of 160 to 170. The rivers in Klang Valley seem to have been purified, if you look at pictures from social media users. They're not fake pictures because there are news reports from various outlets stating that river pollution is down and there's an improved river water quality index. The animal kingdom has definitely benefited with reports of giant pandas Yingying and Lili getting it on in Hong Kong's ocean park. Yes, they are in the mood for love. And not to be outdone across the causeway in Singapore, giant pandas Kai Kai and Jia Jia are also trying to make little Kai Kai's and Jia Jia's. And just like what some humans are doing at home, some animals at the zoos are also honing their skills. For example, Sydney zoo keepers and trainers continue to schedule live shows for sea lions and birds of prey despite no audiences being there to applaud them. Which brings me to my next question. Are animals in zoos missing people? Now some zoos report that some animals in captivity are missing their regular keepers, but the more shy animals definitely do not miss large crowds. On Reddit, This topic of COVID-19 and zoo animals had massive amounts of votes and one reply said, Our Arctic fox spends a lot more of his time basking in the sun instead of spending time in his back-holding area trying to avoid screaming children. Oh, and I have to read you this Reddit reply. One of our emus loves everyone and makes friends with any new keepers who visit him and so, by extension, loves having guests around. With the zoo being closed, he became quite morose for a few days, not acting anything like his usual happy self. Because all the new friends he makes every day were gone. So his keepers began asking people from other departments to stop by, take pictures, point him out, basically act like he's the center of attention. And apparently, he has been loving it. So my fellow Malaysians... It looks like we have to continue craving for our favourite nasil lemak till the 12th of May. And this Ramadan was a first for everyone worldwide. We started it within the confines of our homes, not breaking fast with our family or extended family on the first day. And it's weird because we don't have access to the best food festival in the world, which is Bazaar Ramadan. I definitely miss my favourite putu piring. But you know what? At least this year, there won't be as much food wastage. In case you didn't know, Ramadan every year in Malaysia is also the worst month when it comes to food wastage in this country. So the fact that this year will not be as bad as previous years, I take comfort in that and I hope you do too. So let's just remember, although 2020 is proving to be a year that is so, so challenging, at least Mother Nature is recovering. Until the next episode, take care.